Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree E. Rowell. Hello there, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a wonderful day. And I also hope that you are being mindful of what you are thinking. Because as you think, you also feel, and as you feel, you will behave. So be mindful of how you are thinking, the thoughts that you are thinking, what you are thinking. But not only what you are thinking, ask yourself why you're thinking those things. Why are you thinking the things that you are thinking that may be, uh, you know, causing you to feel a certain type of way that you don't want to feel, you know? And then if you're not feeling great about something, think about why you're not. You know, try to figure out what is going on with you. And as you are thinking about what's going on with you, also have a conversation with God about it. You know, we tend to wait until something happens to start talking. We shouldn't. Talking should be something that you automatically do no matter what's going on in your life. And what I mean by talking, I mean having a conversation with God. We shouldn't wait until something happens. We shouldn't wait until we act like we may feel to be led to talk to him or feel to be led to pray, you know. Mm-mm. It should be a one-on-one type conversation that you're having with the Lord on a single, every single day basis. <laughs> what I'm saying. Because I, I see some people, and I even know some people, who will call their parents every single day. And sometimes, a lot of times throughout the day. But don't even talk to God that way. And I'm just like, It's supposed to be the same way because the Lord is our Heavenly Father, of course. And while it is good to even talk to your earthly parents, most definitely you don't want to leave out the Heavenly Father when you're having conversations, when you need to talk, when you know you need to talk. And yes, it is true that you may feel like um, if I'm having a conversation with God, that you may feel like you may not get that answer right then. But you're not, but see, I want you to understand something. I'm not saying question, asking God questions, because see, in order to want to get an answer back, that means you're asking a question. You're asking for something. But talking does not ask for anything. Talking does not you know, be wanting an answer back. That is what I'm talking about. Having that conversation with God where you are talking. You're just talking. Just like I'm talking right now on this podcast. Not expecting any answers. Not expecting anybody to talk back because really it's not even going to happen on podcast. But with, with God, I have the same type of conversation. I sit up here and be like, Lord, you see what's going on here? <laughs> My God, you know, 
give me the strength to get up out of bed and go work out. What's going on with my body here, Lord? I mean, come on, please come on in and give me some strength. Or I, or I could be having a conversation about something that's going on with me. Something that's going on with my family. Something that's going on with nothing. You know, even if nothing is going on, I'm still talking to God. I'm still, his, 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 his name is always in my mouth. And Jesus' name most definitely is always in my in my mouth. And it ain't in a way where we are, where a lot, a lot of people be uh, swearing his name. No. Me and Jesus are friends. <laughs> Maybe. I'll be calling on Jesus for a lot of things. But talking is good for you. It is. It's good for you. Have a conversation with God without the expectation of an answer, without asking for something, without seeking something. That is how you build a relationship with Him. That is how you build a relationship with him through Jesus Christ by having a relationship. But casting your cares onto him, that means everything. Everything. Even the things that we feel like may not even be important. Just basically giving it. Giving it. I'm giving it. I'm releasing it. I'm saying, Lord, here. I'm basically involving you in my life. I'm abiding in you as you abide in me so that I can stay focused, so that I can live this life in abundance just the way that you have created me to do. So take a habit, I mean, build a habit of just having a conversation with God, just talking. While you you are in your car just driving, talk. Just talk to him. And, and and I mean about anything, not just only when things are going on with you. Always, always be talking. So today's topic is we love because we first love us. But it is coming from the book of First John, chapter four, in verse nineteen, because I had already talked about First John four, eighteen. But today I'm talking about First John four, nineteen, um, and the the verse before that. Is talking about how there is no fear in love. We're made perfect in love um, when you do not have fear. Because fear is a, uh, a way of torment and punishment, and that is not who God is. Love has been perfected among us. We have the boldness in the day of judgment. This is verse 17. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Because as he is, so are we in this 
voila. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. So verse 19 for today is, we love him because he first loved us. We love him because he first loved us. If anybody were to ask this question, why do we love Jesus so much? Because he first loved us. He died for us. He went to the cross for us. He paid a way for us. He made a way for us to live this life in the midst of evil, in the midst of iniquity, in the midst of things that we don't even understand, in the midst of things that we don't even see. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We love him because he first loved us. It's like when a parent, a child, and the um, the child would sometimes always come to the parent and say, Mama or Daddy, I love you. Out of the blue. And, and yes, it has happened to me many times. My kids were, especially when they were small, and even now today, they'll, they'll uh, text me and say, Mama, I love you. And I would do the same. But I use this analogy of the child coming to the parent because um, we are children of God and we go to our father and we say, Lord, I love you. Or Jesus, I love you. Because we see the things that they do for us. We feel the things that they have done for us. And when we get into thinking about what God has done and um, how he has just come into our lives and just make us feel something that nobody else on this earth can ever, and I do mean cannot ever, match. Because even though I'm married and I love my husband, I'm sorry, he cannot. <laughs> no, he does not have the power to get me into that space where I'm able to feel something that he can, that God has done for me and my husband cannot do it. But when I think about those things that God has done in my life and also come into my life and just transform me into the person that I am today as well as have me feel something that I can't even put my hands on. I can't even, it's even unspeakable. It's untangible. You know, that right there, nobody, and I do mean nobody, can match that baby. Nobody. But as I think about these things, I can't help but to say, Lord, I love you. And so now I see why when our kids come to us, we put parents pretty much do the same thing. You know, they, they realize that this is a type of love. And, and there's nothing like the feeling of love. And I, I mean nothing. It just, because that because of who God is about being loved, when people love one another and, and you walk into places where you feel that love, there's nothing like it. Nothing. And you want to be in that space all the time. And really, you ought to be in that space all the time. 
You desire to be in that space all the time because that is how the way it's supposed to be. And if you are in places where you do not have that, then you may want to consider where you are. Because where the Lord is, there is liberty. And most definitely, there is love. But we love him because we because he first loved us. And that means that we learn love from him, not the other way around. We learn it from him. And as you build that relationship with him, you're going to see yourself being the same way, just loving people. Just loving. And every time you talk, love. Every time you walk, love. Now, there'll be some times where people do uh, get triggered emotionally. But even when you get emotionally triggered and you have these feelings of frustration and anger and overwhelming and anxiety, even, because that's who we are. We're human too, baby. But even when you're doing those things, love is still going to be perfected. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, y'all continue to walk in love and be loved. That means you also be loved. Because even as you're walking in love, you also got to receive it. You're giving it and it comes back onto you. And when it comes back onto you, take it. Receive it. Because that's the way it's supposed to go. It's reciprocated. And as you are walking in love and being loved, also love on you because you matter too. So you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.